Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. Today is a special episode again as I have a returning guest, Katrina Mevial, who jumped in to come back and talk about elopements in Paris. For those who don't know her, Katrina is a wedding planner based in Paris. She has been planning wedding and elopements here since 2016. She's been working with an international clientele of couples from all over the world. Besides that, Katrina is also a wife, mom and champagne lover. So take a step back, relax and welcome back Katrina on the French Wedding Podcast. Katrina, welcome back to the show. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be back. This is a second episode of a series of I don't really know how many episodes we're going to spend the, together, but this is the second one and I'm very happy to see you again. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. I'm very happy to be back here and to <laughs> talk about weddings and adoptments in Paris. <laughs> yeah, well, today the, the, the idea that we had is talking about the elopement. So what is an elopement, first of all? An elopement <laughs> is a very special concept that does not really exist in other parts of the world exactly that's uh, a good definition to start <laughs> um, except like in the united states and the united kingdom mm -hmm. and perhaps russia as well now oh, um for sure so elopement is a very tiny intimate event uh, where either it's just a couple only who runs away from from their families from their friends from their Uh, daily routines and they just <laughs> enjoy the celebration just for two of them or elopements could also be um, planned with a small group of friends like up mm -hmm. to 10 people i would say yeah so yeah elopments are super popular in paris because obviously like you have iconic locations here Paris is a beautiful city. It's a city of all lovers of the <laughs> world. So it's not a surprise that there are so many couples that want to love that choose Paris to do so. They do that. Usually there's a, there's many, many reasons why people choose to elope in Paris. They, like you were saying, sometimes run away from their family because like it's a dramatic experience. Like, oh my God, they don't want us to get married. My love, I love you. We're going to <laughs> Paris. This could be as dramatic as I this. I it's not really <laughs> happening anymore. No, often <laughs> Like my couples often when they do elopements, it's either they just do not want to spend so much money on like a traditional wedding. Mm -hmm. Because when you start to calculate and adding things up, you just realize you have to, you kind of have to throw like yeah, 100 plus guests events, uh, which would probably cost you something around 200,000 dollars. So it's crazy lot of, a crazy amount of money and you not necessarily want to leave that experience. Especially for those couples for whom it's a second marriage, 
uh, many people decide to elope and combine their romantic experience with a honeymoon. So that could be a good idea if you want to have a romantic experience without too much of a hassle, without any other people, just two of you. If you were always dreaming about Paris, that could be a nice occasion to have your romantic celebration here. I know some of um, my grooms were actually proposing in Paris. Oh, yeah. So when the question was, um, okay, where are we going to get married? Paris became kind of like an obvious answer to, to a question. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, yeah, so you have like introduction, people who are contacting you for proposal, little little event, that and suddenly well, that yeah. can go up into the, the next step, which is an exactly. element. Oh, yes. Nice. So yeah, that, that's the good thing. Um, Paris is really amazing city to make a, like to organize a romantic celebration. There are various ways to do that. As with the traditional weddings, you can have a religious ceremony mm -hmm. or you can have a symbolic ceremony money with a with a celebrant or with your planner so both options are available depending on what your preferences are and many like one of the most popular thing to do um, when you decide to elope to paris is to organize an early morning photo shoot on <laughs> Trocadero Square, which the is like big theme. Exactly, that's the <laughs> iconic location in Paris, which is like a square right next, to, like right opposite on the mm -hmm. other side of the Seine River uh, from the Eiffel Tower. So you have the amazing view on the tower, and you get amazing photos. So if you've been looking for elopements in Paris on Instagram, you have probably seen all these like thousands and thousands of beautiful pictures with uh, girls wearing splendid wedding dresses and having this iconic backdrop with the Eiffel Tower. So um, yeah, those kind of events are very popular. I'm not quite a fan of them because even though you get amazing pictures, mm -hmm. we live in a world where Instagram is a king. Uh, sadly. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, that's yes. The there are things that you don't see on Instagram uh, when you look at these pictures because basically you kind of think, oh, Paris is just for us. Yeah. <laughs> we are the only two people in Paris so That's early true. in the morning, which is which is wrong. It's because wrong. What you don't see on these pictures on Instagram is that there are approximately 10 other couples next to you doing Sometimes. exactly the same thing. So the intimacy of the moment is kind of disappearing when you realize that, no, you're not on your own. You are not the only one who had this great idea. That's Yeah, that's that's kind of sad, but it's also true. You can have, to counteract a little bit on that, you can have your elopement in a very, very intimate, non-touristic place, such as yes. Normandy. Montmartre, for example. Exactly. I mean, Montmartre is probably one of the top spots for the tourists. But there is plenty of little streets and little very typical places in Paris that you can really find through a wedding planner or mm -hmm. uh, any anyone involved in the business. And there you won't have any, any other copycats. <laughs> That's true, but at the same time, those tiny little streets would not have a Eiffel Tower view yeah, <laughs> most true. of the time. I agree with so, that. So, yeah, there are pros and cons to this solution, definitely. like it's, it's advantageous for you if you have a limited budget and if you if the, the main thing that you're looking for from this event, from this development, is the our beautiful photos. If this is your main target, if this is the main goal of this celebration for you, Definitely having an early morning photo shoot with like a small ceremony before that is a great idea. But if you're looking for like a real authentic experience, like a lifetime experience, I would recommend you to invest more in order to plan an event where you would be the boss of your event. I would really recommend having a private venue for your vows exchange celebration. Mm -hmm. 
and for at least the beginning of your photo shoot and perhaps also for like a small uh, celebration like with a sweet table and champagne mm, and things like that. The little details. Exactly, because after all, having beautiful photos is amazing, but what you're looking for is also the experience itself. And if it's just a, like an elopement and not a big wedding, you still want to have like an experience to remember. Uh, you don't travel so far. You don't travel to Paris just to take photos because everyone can do that. You also want something very unique, very Parisian, a true experience to remember and to share with your loved one. Mm, so I think, yeah, it's definitely a good idea to invest and to plan an event that would be much more intimate, much more elegant and much more you. The problem with the places like Trocadero Square or <laughs> any other iconic locations uh, is that you cannot install any decoration there. Yeah. You cannot have a sweet table. Mm -hmm. You cannot have like a sweet moment for you too. You have to be walking and displacing uh, yeah. constantly. Uh, I know there are some photos you can see online. Actually, I did some photos like that as well. Yeah, <laughs> where you have where you have like a sweet tables that are being installed, like in some lovely spots with lovely views, etc. What you don't see on these photos is that those places look pretty on photos, but yeah. they do not necessarily feel and look pretty in real life. Exactly, so, which is the Instagram rule anyway. Exactly. So you have to be aware that Instagram is not the reality. Right. So you have to bear that in mind. Once again, what's the most important thing when you, tr when you plan your allotment or your wedding abroad, you have to make informative decisions. One of the easy way to, for example, contract a touristic place and the, the fact that there is other couple is simply to go early. Uh, I, always, I always try to tell my couples who are doing elopements in a very touristic place such as Trocadero, let's go at the, when the sun is rising 10 or 15 yeah. minutes after the sun rise usually it's not that busy you can yeah, but find there are other still at people least 10 couples always there will yeah. still at least be like 10 couples around you doing the same thing like to be honest with you i have stopped doing these kind of ceremonies because i do not feel that this is the experience i want to share with my clients with my couples most of the time what i would recommend uh, is that getting a private space it could be a hotel with a terrace with a view on the yeah. eiffel tower you will have exactly um, the same quality of images. You mm -hmm. will have this iconic backdrop. You will have the amazing view. You will get amazing photos. With the exception that there will be no random drunk guy uh, <laughs> walking past you, screaming and shouting. That can happen, yeah. We, we, ha we all had these kind of experiences. We all had allotments where couples were... Uh, reading their yeah. vows and there was just someone random walking past and shouting something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he was happy and he was cheering for yeah. the bride and groom. But you don't really want to have um, to you these weird voices, yeah. especially if you have a video, not only photo. The moment will be spoiled. Like it, it could be spoiled if you do not give yourself all the chances to make it as private as you can. Uh, so what I will always recommend is getting a pretty hotel with a pretty terrace where you can first have your vows exchange ceremony, where you can have any decor you want. Because even if it's elopement, elopement is a still a small wedding. It's a small, pretty wedding. Very small. So yeah. you can invest in a beautiful decoration so that you have a beautiful setup so that this moment is very magical it's it's a real experience it's not just like you come to like any to, to a place where anyone else can come like right. at the same time with you mm -hmm. you come to a private place where everything is set up just for, for you, you. Yeah. it's just for your experience this is absolutely unique that makes a difference i agree with that exactly and there are 
And there are quite a few like secret locations that are not quite really known, mm-hmm. um, neither by international clientele nor even by like local people. Mm-hmm. So um, if you plan to have an elopement with so special events, I uh-huh. will be more than happy to share my secret, uh, secret location list. Um, to make your ceremony very unique and very special and to give you the access to the beautiful view, amazing backdrop without any random negative things <laughs> around you. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. You know, when I when you were talking about the, the intimate view on, on the roof, suddenly I had the Shangri-La uh, hotel in mind. Yes. What do you think about this place? Do you like it? Well, those, like the Shangri-La is the, like the, the, the hotel monster <laughs> yeah. in a way that they are super famous and most of the time, um, you will see uh, photos from like w- when a couple has like an allotment in a private place. Most of the time, you will see photos from Shangri-La because they are situated right next to the Eiffel Tower. They have got like loads of rooms with balconies and with a with a pretty view. So the amazing hotel is room. the hotel is amazing. It's a splendid place. It's a it's a palace actually. It's not even a five star hotel. It's a palace. It has recently been renovated, and the and the place is very good. I really love Shangri-La. I love working there, but. What you need to know, that's not the only place. So there are many other small boutique hotels that would be more intimate, but that would still be able to offer you the quality of service and of the experience right. without being as famous as Shangri-La. And still entering into a, an elopement budget. Definitely. In terms of the budget, like if you are looking for like a simple photo shoot, like with a small ceremony, like makeup, photography and a bouquet, I would probably estimate that to around 2000 euros as a global mm-hmm. budget to make it like nice and pretty. If you want something like a more extraordinary, more elegant, I would recommend budgeting around 6000 euros. Okay. Knowing that that would include one night of accommodation for you as well in All a right. five star or even palace property. Which is something that you recommend, right? Definitely. This okay. is the, this this is the type of events I mostly organize because elopement is a small wedding. You have <laughs> to like in my opinion you have to invest. You have to treat it in the same way. Right. Um so I love sharing a beautiful authentic Parisian experience. I love sharing what is the best in Paris. Mm-hmm. Be it champagne Piece, the <laughs> champagne lover. I, I, yes. I've seen that on, web, on I, your website. I'm a huge champagne lover, and, <laughs> ah, uh, uh, and I'm happy to share <laughs> good. my good addresses, my my um, my favorite brands, and everything. So yes, I love sharing the experiences, and uh, the experience I want to provide to my couples is not the experience what you can get at six o'clock in the morning on a mm-hmm. Trocadero Square because there's a preparation. You right. have to spend at least two hours, sometimes two hours and a half, to get your makeup done, to get your hair done. So you kind of have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, early bird. Exactly. You have to wake up your fiance at three o'clock in the morning, which is is sometimes (laughs) difficult as well. So yeah, it's not the way how I would envision the perfect day of my couples. Waking up at three o'clock in the morning, doing a makeup in like a half dark room of the hotel Mm -hmm. with your husband probably still sleeping next to you, (laughs) unless you have a suit with separate rooms for getting ready. And so, yes, this is not the experience I prefer to give my couples I want you guys to enjoy Paris in a laid-back atmosphere without any pressure without being tired without being sleepy without forcing yourself to drink champagne at six o'clock in the morning (laughs) because oh you've just actually exchanged your vow so you kind of feel like you have to drink champagne by six o'clock in the morning <laughs> so you're kind of time. feeling more <laughs> more coffee than champagne um so this is why i really really recommend right so yeah having having 
much more than this is okay, that's a simple ceremony, but you are able to, even if it's a small one, to take care of the guest's needs and provide all the details that will make it actually bigger in their, in their memories. Definitely, exactly. And this, this is what I love doing, is uh, creating unique Parisian experiences rather than just taking you to a place where you can get beautiful photos. Nice, nice, nice. So what would the couple expect? They will contact you first and then you will, I guess, guide them through uh, the steps. What are the steps? These steps, For an when, you, when you plan your elopement, first of all, you should have an idea of the period once again. That could be a weekend, that could be a weekday. I think for an elopement, it will be more interesting to have it on a weekday, especially during the high season, because all the vendors would probably be busy during weekends mm -hmm. because they have got like bigger events. So if you're flexible on dates, definitely having your event on a weekday would be more interesting. First, you will probably be able to negotiate rates. Okay. Um, and But what's the most important that you will have a larger pool of vendors available for you to cover your events. So the first thing to do would be to get in touch with your planner, to share your needs, to share your wishes, to share your ideas and to tell the person about the, the date, the approximate okay. period of time you, you are looking for. I guess that the best period would be probably uh, July, August, September. Those months were, are normally warmer and sunnier. Right. Yeah. Uh, whilst June can still be a bit rainy. Yeah. But uh, the weather yeah. is unpredictable. That's not something you can really anticipate. Um, so yeah, once you decided on once you chose once you've chosen your planner, once you've chosen your date, you would probably start looking for the perfect venue. So as I've told you, that could be either a hotel with a terrace or with a panoramic uh, view. That could also be a chateau, some chateau in uh, outside Paris. Outside Paris, right. yes. Some castles offer you an allotment package that mm -hmm. would uh, include the, the rental for several hours where you can have your ceremony, where you can install whichever decor you prefer. Uh, if you want like a floral arch, if you want to have like a sweet table, if you want to have something elegant, sophisticated right. and pretty, everything could be done. Uh, so yes, you can have like a mini tiny wedding with all the, with all the setup, with all the backdrop. You can also have like an intimate dinner for two or candles with champagne with a private service it could be done either before or after your photo shoot so you can also have a car ride uh, oh, around yeah. paris you can have a private boat tour in paris you can have um i don't know <laughs> is there something that they cannot have no, katrina everything okay. is possible <laughs> that's yeah that's pretty that's pretty good actually the the elopement by itself is kind of just a ceremony but what i think is really good about what you're proposing to the clients is enjoying enhancing the experience to little yeah dinner for two candlelight dinner who can say that, uh, no to this car ride in a limousine with uh, some some champagne in there like why would you not do that when exactly. you're w once you're in paris Exactly. You have to. Th th this is why you really recommend treating this elopement as like a very unique and special moment for you to live and to remember, um, because this is the day you will never forget. Of course, it's super important to pronounce your vows, uh, because it's a super strong emotional moment. Because this is probably one of the rarest moments in life when you tell your partner about your feelings True. in a beautiful manner. Yeah. <laughs> After when you are married, say, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you too. Oh, mm -hmm. good night. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. I love you phrase, mm. it's not perceived in the same moment, in, in the same way, sorry. Yeah. So yes, having an elopement and having beautiful 
vows saying what you're feeling and why this person is so special to you this is so super important this is this is actually why i love symbolic ceremonies more than i do like religious ceremonies mm -hmm. because they're so much more personalized yeah. they're so much more intimate that's um, true. Yeah, so once you did that, I think you definitely need to have the, the follow-up experience to to live together and to share together. Do you have sometimes people who are proposing and then they are like, oh, okay, well then we're going to book the elopement with you or book the wedding with you because we want to do it in Paris? Never happened to me. No? Never happened to me for the moment. I did proposals as well. Uh, but once again, proposals, I treat them as an elopement uh, right. in the way I love and it's private. I love and it's worked well through. I love when, it, when you have all the necessary setup and it's really special when you mm -hmm. just do not propose in front of like, everyone. It, yeah. it, it's, it's really personal. Like all women are different. We all expect the perfect, the perfect proposal to be done in a different ways. Yeah. Some people, like some women would love to have a photographer at this moment. Mm -hmm. Some people, uh, some women don't mind. Women or men, actually. <laughs> uh, some people don't mind having people around them at this moment. Some people don't mind being in a restaurant at this moment. Yeah. Um, the public exposure exactly. sometimes can be a problem. Exactly. Well, it depends. Like some people love it. And I think once again, like with Instagram culture, we overestimate the necessity of having a photographer at this moment. Because women, after all, we, we will always be women. We think about how do we look like and if we're getting too emotional. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be ugly on photos. <laughs> um, so you're kind of getting distracted yeah. um, on photos mm -hmm. um, instead of living the moment. So I think having an, a like a... Like for me, but it's really personal. The perfect proposal would not have a photographer. That I agree hundred percent with that. I was I was just looking at the other day on Instagram, which is a platform that I really love. Uh, it's great for promotion and and. But I was looking at a a video of a proposal yes. in the restaurant of the Eiffel Tower. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen it recently. It was it was on top of uh, every every uh, hashtag. Yes? Yeah, of course. Oh, she okay. Did. She, she, <laughs> she had no choice. Okay. <laughs> she it, it was it was grabbed by probably a waiter or a manager of the restaurant who was in. Involved, okay. and the camera was was really close from the table and mm. the windows and and I mean this guy was probably an American guy was amazingly like charming and everything he did everything right and yeah she said yes but will she will she remember the video will she like it I don't know I think so but like you, what you were saying this can be sometimes like a problem of public exposure or like oh my god I was crying and everybody's gonna see this this and that so yeah, yeah when you say no photograph I really believe that you're right because the moment is the moment is your moment exactly you cannot you, you cannot expose all your life and all your happy moments 100%. there are some moments that should stay private yeah. but once again that's the personal choice of every Everyone. couple so before you <laughs> plan your perfect proposal be it in paris or anywhere else have a think and perhaps like ask your partner kind of like couple yeah. of questions to it's see it's better to know your partner exactly now. if that's the way that your partner envision it mm -hmm. um, but it's quite difficult because you have to stay discreet <laughs> at the yeah. same time oh, yeah sometimes it's really complicated to set up all the details mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. yeah and, and find the right moment but yeah Paris is definitely a good place for a proposal Paris is definitely a good place for all the celebration be it a proposal be it an elopement be it a full wedding with guests uh, or just an anniversary, like Paris is a good place for any kind of celebration. If you're looking for something sophisticated, for something elegant, for something unique, 
and beautiful. That's perfectly true. There's nothing to add. I think we can wrap up for this episode. Just one thing that I wanted to say is your website is So Special Events. Yes, right? uh, my website is called SoSpecialEvents.com. And for you guys today, if you are listening to this podcast, and if you're planning your elopement in Paris, I'm happy to offer you 10% off on my regular rate. So get in touch, send me an email or contact me via the form, via the contact form, which is on my website, so specialevents.com. Beautiful and website, by the way. Oh, thank really you. Like it. <laughs> and I will be happy to plan your perfect Parisian elopement for you. Perfect. That's also uh, so special events, uh, all uh, small letters on Instagram, which is a so great... So special events Paris. Oh, so special events Paris. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. There you <laughs> no go. Worries. I needed some Paris help here. <laughs> and uh, we're going to wrap up this episode and uh, see you later. Thank you see so much. You Take care. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.